Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Martine Resnick with the Lola. Welcome, Martine. Hey, Lee. How you doing? I am doing well. I'm so excited to get ca- caught up with the Lola. For those who don't know, can you share a little bit about what you're up to? Yeah, absolutely. So we are a women's co-working space in Atlanta. We're also a community and a digital community, and we're based in Old Fourth Ward, right behind Palm City Market. Um, we are. We've been open three years. We opened right before a pandemic, which was always fun, opening a new business with a physical space in a pandemic. <laughs> but, but yeah, we're still here and we're thriving. And we actually had a big event at the Lola last night, bringing our members and women together. So how has the business changed? Like you mentioned, the pandemic happened and folks are, are kind of interacting with work and doing work and community a little differently today than they were a couple of years ago. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, through the pandemic, when we weren't able to meet in person, we pivoted everything online pretty much within a week, which was kind of crazy because we were doing three or four or five events sometimes on a bad week or a good week, however you look at it, in person. And so we moved all of that online. And I think one thing that that showed us very quickly was is that we were piecing it together, community together with Zoom, with Slack, with Eventbrite, with all these different platforms. So we quickly realized we needed a one community hub to bring everyone together. And so we launched that for a new platform with Mighty Networks, which I really love. We don't build the software, so I think they keep it up to date. They listen to their community. They teach you how to use it and how to build community effectively in the online space. So now we can host events and programming and have conversations between members, community groups, and promote all of our in-person stuff and our happenings at the space through the platform. So I would say that members now are interacting. Everyone's obviously much more comfortable with Zoom and technology and the app on their phone. And I think that just presents a lot more opportunity for connection where you don't have to physically be together but you can still feel connected to your community and ask questions and get support remotely. But I will say there is still a huge amount of value in in-person connections. And I think that's you know, shown by members very keen to come back together. And it, it's funny because before the pandemic, if we'd have said speed networking, everyone would have run a mile. But we were talking to a group of our members and they said, honestly, I just need to reconnect with people and I need to do it quickly because I've neglected my relationships a lot in the last couple of years. So if you can just get us connected to as many other members as possible, that would be great. (laughs) I never thought I would hear anyone say that, but obviously we do networking a little differently at the Lola and it is very much built relationships and authenticity and, and spending time with one another so that collaborations and partnerships come more organically. But still, I think people are really craving 
in-person connection right now yeah we're seeing the same thing we had we a lot of our business is done uh in person as well and especially uh, historically we've done a lot of work remotely doing broadcasts from events and trade shows and conferences and things like that and then through the pandemic obviously that wasn't happening but now it's starting to open up again and you feel a real sense of hunger for people to just you know they get so excited hugging and shaking hands and just kind of these things that we used to take for granted are now like something you know that they're celebrating yeah for sure and i think as well you know before we did most things in person and i think it's been interesting so things that are like learning opportunities now like workshops we still do those digitally because it gives more people the opportunity to join depending on busy schedules And we can also record it and post the replay and it can be more interactive with slides and stuff like that. So some of those experiences actually lend themselves really well to a digital environment. But anything that's like social or connection or, you know, if we have like, you know, vibrant speakers and stuff, then those things obviously lend themselves more to the physical space. So it's been interesting and and fun to kind of play with thinking about which situation suits best, depending on what we're talking about. Now, your business, obviously, community uh, and relationships are are kind of the secret sauce. Are you finding other entrepreneurs kind of leaning on community and relationships as tools to build their um, businesses as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I would say that's honestly at the core of what we do. And I think... And I mean, even um, Eileen, my co-founder and I, I feel like, especially through the pandemic, um, community is how we've built the Lola from the start. And even more so, um, I feel like I'm learning from other entrepreneurs every day organically. And yeah, I think it's, I think it's really important apart from any important part of any kind of business growth strategy is, is your community and network. And, you know, some communities say don't, promote yourself or sell your business inside the platform. And I, and I understand why um, they would say that because sometimes it can feel really spammy and people aren't there for the right reasons, but because we, um, you know, people know what they're getting into at the Lola and they really want to be there because they truly want to be part of a supportive community. It never feels like that. Um, So we even have like a channel in the platform where it literally says, promote yourself, tell us what you're doing, celebrate your wins, tell us about your new launch. Um, so yeah, we, and, and in some ways we have to really encourage it because I think people hold back on doing that. And we're like, no, no, please. That's like, that's why we're here is to help each other, support each other. And um, we often buy services, products, um, consulting advice from each other because we're all kind of in it together and you can't be an expert in everything. Yeah, that's, uh, I understand, I agree with you that, you know, they don't, a lot of platforms don't want it to be this just pitch, 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 but in most people's lives are so busy, it's hard to help another person without some financial compensation, like you have to get paid in order to um, survive, so if everybody knows that, you know, the more you're getting paid, obviously, the more people you can be helping. So if you can reframe selling to helping, you know, maybe it'll help people kind of get past that. Uh, it's almost like a, a mental block. 
Yeah, no, for sure. And actually, it's it's interesting that you say that. I just came out of a workshop um, we did with um, Kate Kordsmeyer, and we were talking about nurturing sales in your business. And actually, um, and I'm a true believer in this, is sales is always kind of this felt as a sleazy kind of thing, or you don't want to do it because you, you don't want to be pushy. But actually, if if you look at it more of like, how can I help solve problems, um, you know, and support my community organically without, then you're not directly selling, you're solving problems for people and the problems that you would then sell with your services. So I think they get to know you through that lens. And they're like, well, hey, this person solved all these things for me. And now I want more of that. And now I'm willing to pay for um, their membership or their service or their product, because I want more of what they're offering. Yeah, it's um, sales kind of has a bad rap, I think. And a, a lot of people are afraid of it. But without sales, I mean, you know, nobody eats as the saying goes, <laughs> you know, somebody has to sell somebody something in order to kind of continue to be in business. I mean, that's what this is about. Um, yeah, so, absolutely. Um, now, do you have any advice for folks that are looking to maybe invest in their community and um, and build a network that can really serve as a support system for themselves? Is there any advice on how to do that? Or And obviously, I'm sure you can share a lot about the why you should do it, because since it's at the core of your business as well. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think intentionally building your support system um, or call it your network is really, really, really important. And I think you have to come from a place, I think you have to start from a place where you start with your values and your why. Like, why does my business exist? What am I about? What are my values? What are the values of my business? And often in entrepreneurship, our personal values are somewhat attached to our business values because that's why we start businesses in the first place. But I think when you get really clear on your why and 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 build your goals for your business through the values, then I think then it becomes quite apparent, like, like, what are the kind of people you want in your network who's also who also are aligned with your values, and kind of your goals and are heading in the same direction. And then what I think, once you're kind of clear on that solid foundation, then I think it's identifying what gaps do I have, like, we're all we all kind of have a skill set in something like my career was built on marketing and um, branding. And so I'm really comfortable in that space, but I've been in corporate for 20 years before I started my own business. And there were some other areas that I was like, Hey, I don't, I mean, I'm in marketing, but I'm not a tech person. I don't know how to code or build my own website, or I certainly don't know how to build a good one. I think we built our first one, using Squarespace, but then I was like, okay, now we're kind of more grown up. It's like, I need somebody that knows what they're doing to really build this solidly so we get good SEO. So I think really thinking about like, what's your kind of, what are you really good at? Focus on that and then build your network and your community around um, around the things that you are, are not good at and learn from other, and who can you learn from and start from that place. Like, you don't even have to become their customer. They, people put out blog posts and free content and downloads and workbooks. Just spend time learning and listening and following people um, 
And then when it feels like then it's the right time or a good fit, then you can kind of consider um, supporting them more and buying their products. Um, and then also I think it's important to, you know, we have friends, we have family, we have people from our maybe our ex-corporate careers. But I think the people that really understand the boat we're in are other entrepreneurs and other like-minded entrepreneurs like um the entrepreneurs at the Lola and the members are very kind of purpose-driven. Like we all kind of really want to build businesses that we feel connected to. So it's finding more of those people because I think it's a self-perpetuating cycle, right? You surround yourself with smart, ambitious people who are um, trying to do the same thing you do. And it's just a snowball effect. Like it, it, it helps pull you along. Now, um, when you're working with your members and your uh, clients, how are you helping them kind of wring out the most value on this service? Because there's a lot of co-working spaces. I know yours is focused on women, but you always have to kind of push that value line. Are you? Is it constantly about education? Is it? Are you proactively helping them network with each other? What are some of the kind of the deliverables a new member can expect when they're part of the Lola community? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think it's obviously um, before the pandemic. I think we were maybe 60, 40, 60% entrepreneurs, 40% corporate women. And that's definitely shifted a little more in the direction of entrepreneurs um, through the pandemic. So I think it's um, bringing those women together and kind of saying, okay, when, when they first enter the Lola, what do we first want them to do? Well, we want them to meet other members and build that community and build that network. And I think we're getting better at this. Um, and I think we are, in fact, overhauling our onboarding program now um, because we really want that first connection, that first impact to be, we want you to meet other people because that just starts a snowball of inspiration, connections, collaborations, um, and ideas um, before we can even solve problems with workshops and events and programming. Um, so the first thing we want them to do is join we have a goals and accountability group that's a great place to start because everybody has goals and and it's always hard to kind of stay true to those goals so that's one of the first places we want them um to go to meet other people um another program that we um encourage new members to join is our cultivate connections which is a peer-to-peer -peer mentoring program um where we match members with other members um who are Maybe one is a couple steps ahead. Maybe they're in the same place. Um, and then we rotate them every six weeks so that they're meeting um, other new people. And then, yeah, we offer, um, so it's almost like a 12-month program when you join the Lola. So we have a monthly theme each month and, and attached to that monthly theme, we'll put out articles and we'll bring in speakers and we'll host workshops. Um, and that is, an, again, it's an education opportunity and often other members are speaking at those events or hosting those workshops. And we try and keep that in the community because there's so much knowledge and so much value. Um, and we also work with friends of the law as well and other people outside because we want to make sure we're bringing in um, the best um, people we can. But again, those environments are connection. Connection is also a goal of those. So, Yes, we want to share some knowledge, but then how do we bring members together to brainstorm and workshop and mastermind some of their problems together um, so that they can 
help each other. And it's amazing. To, I mean, we just had one now where we were brainstorming um, the, the um, brand promise for the business so that you can more effectively sell your business. And um, four or five members were having like aha moments left, right and center because they said, oh, when you said that, that made me think of another thing. And I just changed my brand promise. And here, what do you think of this? So it was kind of real time masterminding, um, which I always love to see. Now, is there a story uh, you could share that maybe um, kind of brings the Lola to life for our listeners in terms of what is the possibilities? Is there kind of a serendipitous meeting that happened with between members that enabled one or both of them to get to a new level? Is there a story that's rewarding or memorable to you that can kind of encapsulates the value promise of the Lola? Yeah, of course. Um, so this was actually a story from early on that always kind of like warms my heart when I think about it. So one of our members, Amy Zafis, hosts um, a, a life design program, and she's actually about to kick off a new one this October. And it's something we've done always. And, it, and, it, and she basically uses um, design thinking to help you design the life that you that you want. And so you go through this six-week program and again you're kind of you're mapping out two or three or four options and then honing in over time on one so that you're not limiting your thinking and so through one of these programs we had a member um scarlet who has a really awesome candle like handmade candle brand called young gentry and she was in a transition period where she had been in business with her sister and her sister was also a full-time lawyer. So there was some transition going on with the business and they'd also been in business a few years. And so she was trying to take it to the next level. And so um, in the life design program, they come up with Odyssey plans, which is kind of one of, so after they've kind of thrown all the ideas out, then they hone in on their plan and then present it. And then the group come together and kind of, hack and brainstorm like with them. And I think through that process, we call it Scarlet Sleep. And she um, really like took leaps and bounds that could have taken her months to come up with alone. But in that one session, she was able to workshop um, with other members and really take her where she was going to take her business next to another level, um, which was just awesome to see. Yeah, it's amazing when like-minded people who have a heart of service come together, just magic can happen. Yeah, really. And it, and it's interesting because it doesn't happen. I mean, as I mentioned, I spent a long time in corporate and great cultures, great communities, like really great people to work with. But what I realized when I stepped out of that environment and came into the Lola, when we were building the Lola community, suddenly it felt very different. The The energy really shifted. Everyone was really there to help each other. The, the competitive kind of um, edge had gone and it truly was like, how can I help you? And really like, what can I do to help you? Um, and how can, and, the, and that just is really like magical. And I think even if you have a corporate career, I think having an environment or a space or a community network that's outside of that is really important because you will get um, you don't have to filter so much. You're not, you know, there's not the corporate politics that sometimes goes on. Um, and really no one's, yeah, no one's trying to be, even if they have very similar businesses, I see those people get together 
and and work together and collaborate. Like we had two members that both had um, like bookkeeping accountancy businesses. And when one was really busy, they would send the other one clients. And they really were offering the same services. But instead of seeing that as a negative thing, they they just work together. Yeah, I think it's so important today to have a community that you have are filled with people you trust, that you're rooting for, that you're supporting and celebrating. I think in today's world, it's just we're bombarded with so much and we need kind of that safe place so that we're not as stressed and we're not getting burnt out and we don't feel isolated. I think that um, that everybody needs that nowadays. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're uh, uh, social, humans are social, and I think we thrive in connection and, and collaboration. Well, if somebody wants to learn more about the Lola, where can they go? Yeah, if you want to go to our website, it's the-lola.com. Um, we have some great kind of free um, gifts on there. You can download our guide, How to Build High-Quality Connections in Business. And that will put you into um, our welcome series. So you'll get for about a week, you'll get emails and you'll learn more about us. Or if you just want to sign up for our newsletter, you can do that at the bottom of our homepage. And then also for folks who are listening that may not be in the metro Atlanta area, there's still a digital uh, membership as well, right? That's right. Yeah, you can, if you go to the Lola.com and click on the membership tab or forward slash memberships, you'll see there are two membership options. Um, we have um, co-working in person and then for um, uh, a smaller amount, you can join our digital only membership. And we have monthly, quarterly and annual payment plans. Well, Martine, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you next time on Atlanta Business Radio.